Hey ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, Mel Hubbard here, Elon Daly, part of the Talking Tesla network of shows. This one, this one's going to be real short, I'm sure of it, it's going to be short because I've got things to do, busy week, got a big live show tomorrow night, actually tonight your time, but let's talk about uh, Gigafactory 4. So you got your Gigafactory 1, Sparks Nevada, you got your Gigafactory 2 in uh, the Buffalo in New York, you got your Gigafactory 3 China, and now you got your Gigafactory 4 that is going to be in Germany. Yes, in Germany. We suspected this. If you're going to have a company in Europe or a factory in Europe that is building cars, Germany seems to be the place to do it. That is the center of European car manufacturing still to this day. So Elon was proud to announce that they're going to start there and they're going to build powertrains, batteries and vehicles. And they're actually starting with the Model Y, not with the Model 3, it sounds like, starting with the Model Y. Right now, it's kind of funny to think that all of the Model 3s and S's and X's that go to Europe come out of Fremont. So this is uh, interesting news, good news, big news, large news. And will they make this as fast as they did in China? I don't know. Will they use a factory that's already there like they did in Fremont? I don't know. There's a lot here that I don't know. Maybe you know, but I don't know. But I love this idea that now we can bring the European manufacturing over to Europe and therefore, theoretically, uh, we can reduce the uh, carbon footprint of sending cars over there. And then from Tesla Radio, I've got a little interesting article here. It's by uh, Simon Alvarez, and it's about the fact that uh, Model 3 supplier receives a massive order for Model Y parts. So the basic gist of this story is that there's a German manufacturer that makes stuff for the Model 3 that sort of didn't say exactly that uh, it was about to ramp up a huge amount of components for Model Y, but sort of wanted to make the investors or whoever, you know, know what's going on. So it's pretty clear that they're going to be doing um, a lot of Model Y production of some components called the cockpit crossbeam. And this just suggests that uh, Model Y production is imminent. It suggests that Model Y production is going to be large and big and huge, as we already suspect, and that maybe this is going to get launched on time. Well, the new on time, which could be early summer 2020. It really does appear that Model Y is going to get to us far faster than we had thought even a few months ago. And one wonders if these reports keep coming out, what's going to happen to Model 3 sort of orders. I mean, I'm right on that threshold. My lease is up and uh, I'm getting a Model 3, but it's making me think, well, do I go month to month on the Model S? It's like, it's tough. It's going to have to affect it. If If they really start to get reports of like, we really are, you know, you're going to be able to start producing these on July 1st. That quarter beforehand is probably going to be terrible for Model 3 as people wait to see what this thing looks like before deciding, you know, do I get the Y, do I get the 3? But I guess that's a future thing and that's a good thing to worry about. Nothing, you know, as long as they're making a lot, we'll be happy. And finally for today, let's just talk about Starlink. I forgot to say yesterday that Starlink, or SpaceX, fired up another rocket had 60 Starlink satellites in it. It went perfectly. They landed this rocket for the fourth time. So it's been reused three times and now for a fourth time. Pretty amazing. Uh, They think that they can reuse these boosters 10 times. Uh, So again, it used to be that you just fire these things up and then you just drop them in the ocean and that'd be it. And I made the joke on the big show, the large show, the grand show. It's kind of like flying to Sydney on a 747 and then just scrapping the thing and throwing it in the ocean and then getting into another one. Can you imagine how expensive that ticket would be? So this is uh, what they do well. Now, they've also said that that they've updated Starlink from version 0.9 to 1.0. And SpaceX says that these new 1.0 satellites have four times the individual bandwidth of the 0.9 spacecraft. 
He indicated that that's one terabyte of capacity. That first set of satellites that went up there were probably prototypes that didn't have the full capacity that they've talked about in the past. And this set of 60 satellites that's gone up there is actually going to be cranking at full speed. What I don't know, what I haven't read or what I haven't understood is what does this actually mean, one terabyte of capacity? I guess what I want to know is if there's thousands and thousands of people banging on this thing, how fast in the real world can I expect my speeds to be? When 4G first came out and LTE, the speeds you could get were unbelievable because it had a high capacity and not many people. And then a lot more people got on board and it slowed right down. Still very good, actually. 4G LTE here in LA, in most places, still really fast. How does this work with this this satellite-based system? Well, the first five people who get uh, their sat phones or their sat receivers for the house have absolutely astronomical speeds. And then later on, as thousands and thousands of people start using it, it slows down. What is the real capacity here? Does this, when it's worldwide, have the capacity to do, you know, gigabit speeds for everybody in the world? How does this work? Somebody with technical information, tell me, what is the capacity of this? I get the concept of being able to do fast speeds for one person, pretty fast speeds for two people. How does this thing work when you want to do the whole world and you want to go fast? Is that why they want to add another 30,000 satellites so that they have the capacity in these things? to be able to do you know, high speed? Or is that wanting more satellites about better coverage? I don't understand. I just know that I want this for the world. I want the poorest parts of the world and the richest parts of the world to all have access, whether you're in the rural areas or you're in the city areas. And this, the Starlink thing, I think could do that if I'm understanding technology. And I'm probably not. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mel Hubbard. The show is Elon Dope. Out of the Talking Tesla Network of Shows. And... Maybe I'll talk to you tomorrow, but i got a big show tonight, and uh, maybe I won't. Can't promise anything. Herbert out.